0: Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.
1: It's not another Buffalo podcast with Brando. Guess what, buddy? You're not going to earn it today. Go back home. You're not gonna get it today because Josh is gonna come out and kill you. Like, I'm sorry, I'm not murderous. I'm
2: not a murderer. John. Mann. I couldn't possibly Mann. pull off a feat that's only been pulled off once this season by by the by great the, the great Pat Caprio.
0: Picker of picks. Um Pat. Picker of picks. Picker of noses. <laughs> oh, <laughs> <but>. <laughs>
2: back to not another buffalo podcast i'm john and i'm here with the wonderful pat caprio and the glamorous brandon habermas wow. how are you guys I doing
1: i that adjective johnny some would say i'm not glamorous at all i just pulled it <laughs> out so you're more glamorous than fergie herself dude he could have called me fergalicious brando Gee. Yeah.
2: Well, that wasn't,
1: can you understand why that wasn't super high
2: up on my adjective list? That wasn't the first thing that you thought of when you heard my name? Well, it was, and I thought it was too much. So I went with my second choice. (laughs) Brandon
1: wrecks his laptop for spitting apple juice because John calls him Fergalicious. Headline.
2: Check that off of your bingo cards, listeners.
1: (laughs) All of you Buffalo Rumbling listeners, because we are a Buffalo Rumblings podcast. I love when you throw that in when I forget to do it. That's all right.
2: <laughs>
0: like well, I said, I'm you, can, I you can find us on Twitter
1: gears. at
2: not buff Podcast. Yeah, I love sure. the tweets, guys.
1: Keep them coming, please. Keep them coming. We I love to debate. I need to fill that void in my life.
2: But we just need to keep talking about controversial things like worst Bills quarterbacks. That's that's what we need to drive engagement. Oh, yeah. I guess. I think
1: it's funny because the formula is find something that people don't like, and for the Bills, it's literally every quarterback except two in the history. So everybody can kind of like have common knowledge about how bad the Bills quarterback play was for so long. That's the
0: Nick Wright formula. Talk about shit that people hate and you will be on TV (laughs) and you will get famous. Yeah.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Something like that. Let's run through some headlines. Obviously. Um, This is as of Monday, because we're filming this Monday night, um, and this episode comes out Wednesday morning. But just today, the Bills hired Aaron Cromer as their new offensive line coach. You might recognize his name. He was the offensive line coach during the glorious Rex Ryan regime. Uh, He was last with the Rams as an O-line coach slash run game coordinator from 2018 to 2020, which included the Rams Super Bowl run. Um, He has a experience as an offensive coordinator and interim head coach, albeit he was a coordinator with the bears and his head coaching experience was filling in for Sean Payton during bounty gate. Um, but anyway, it's a good hire. Uh, it was first reported by Brooke Cromer of FTN network, who was Aaron's daughter. So that was pretty cool. He
1: filled in, he was the head coach that filled in for Sean Payton. One of them. He started like the season first six games. They went two and four. Interesting. I just watched that movie with Kevin James on Netflix.
2: Oh yeah. Is that, is that worth a two hour investment. Wait, there's a Kevin James uh, place uh a- you
1: know how I feel about Kevin James, so I would say yes. I do actually to laugh.
2: my family. This this is hilarious. I was it's a to my running family. joke. It's it is. Is funny. Yeah, I forgot about this, but Brandon recommended Mall cop to my family when we were when we were kids, and my parents are like, I'm never gonna get that two hours of my life back. And, and they hated it. <laughs>
1: no, I feel crazy. like Paul Blart, dude. <laughs> when I think of Kevin James, I think okay. King Of queens, but then I think of your mom for telling me that it was just such a bad movie, <laughs>
0: like that. I vividly I it, remember that. <laughs> like, <laughs> I always think that, like, people get Kevin Smith and Kevin James mixed up for good reason, but um, also, did you know Kevin James went to SUNY Cortland? So I just want to give the uh SUNY Cortland crowd a big shout out, Kevin and Mankind Mick Foley. So you know, yeah, but listen, Kevin James, man,
1: if Kevin James can play Sean Payton, then I could play like. Joe
2: Biden yeah. or something.
0: Well, wasn't Mark Wahlberg yeah. <laughs> trying to play Bill Belichick in an upcoming Patriots movie, which is like, he wants on, Mark, to like, he wants to.
2: Yeah. I mean, we might have to wait 30 years for Mark Wahlberg to look anything remotely yeah. close to Bill Belichick, but oh, Marky Mark, take your shot, man. Yeah. But anyway, and Kevin uh, James. this news is a little bit older, but uh, the bills did hire Joe Brady as a quarterback's coach. Uh, it was a pretty popular move among bills, fans and media. You've probably already heard about that one. Uh, today, Davis Webb has left to go to the Giants. Uh, rumor has it that Webb grew bored of his Gatan partners and Dawson Knox and Josh Allen. Knox was known for his rigid strategy of always going for longest road, so the move is understandable. Uh, Josh Allen had a great weekend of highlights at the Pebble Beach Pro Am tournament despite barely missing the final cut. I'm
0: pretty sure he played with Joe Montana too a little bit during that round.
2: Really? Like, Did they played at Joe Montana. the same play? foursome as Joe, yeah. That's cool. But, That's cool. I hope he learned something. Uh, let's see. The Dolphins hired the lead singer of Joy Wave for their head coaching position. If you don't know <laughs> who that is, look him up. They're from Rochester. Uh, the Texans hired Lovey Smith, who looks like he's spent his time away from the NFL winning best beard competitions. Did you guys see did you, have you guys seen his dude, beard? Dude, he He was so depressed
0: it's when we... Amazing. He has a great beard. <laughs> he was so depressed when we beat down on the Texans, dude. He just looked like, like that sad Michael Jordan meme, dude. Like, he just... <laughs> poor Lovey, man.
1: <laughs> he looks like... Tom Hanks from Castaway if he was on Castaway. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I've, if Lovey Smith was still coaching the Bears, though, they would definitely be better than where they're at right now. So
2: that's true. That's true.
0: And he was in Tampa
2: Bay after the Bears, if you mm-hmm. remember that as well. Yeah, I but, forgot about that. Well, I mean, anyway. it's been a long
1: time since he got fired and recycled. So he definitely earned his time. Yeah. Super Bowl uh, coach. Yeah.
0: Yep. yep. Devin with, Hester took one back
1: with opening, Think about opening this. kickoff. This is, a, this is a quick question for you both. Worst starting quarterback to win or play in a Super Bowl? I saw this. Somebody had this in the Twitter poll today, and their choices uh, were... Is Rex Nick's, Grossman
0: really the worst? Rex
1: Grossman, Trent Dilfer, or Nick Foles, or uh, well, Joe Flacco?
0: Well, you can't put... Only one of them fucking lost, bro. Or Jimmy Garoppolo. <laughs> <Come> on. <laughs> Only one of them lost. That's my point. Brad Johnson was pretty effing terrible, too, and he won one. Like Really? Out of all of them, Dilfer won, you know... He was on the um, Ravens. I would put I Jared
2: Goff on that list as well. Yeah. That's fair. I just, Rex Grossman
1: was like criminally bad. I don't know if you guys remember him. Maybe yeah, it's because...
0: He, he played at Florida before Tebow.
1: He was just like, that 07 year was my first year in Madden. And Rex Grossman was just so bad. And like, that's how I learned about this guy. And then I would watch him like, why are the Bears good? And it's just this big bald dude in
0: the defense, Brian Urlacher. Yeah. Lance Briggs, Brian Urlacher, Th- Thomas Jones.
2: Old Peyton Manning had a pretty rough uh, Super Bowl go of it in his last. Man, uh, nah, he's not
0: the worst though. Not like, the worst, but I mean, I mean, he did. What was he hit he like thirteen touchdowns and eighteen picks that year? He won the Super Bowl. I mean, it was pretty right. rough after throwing yeah. fifty four touchdowns the year before. But yeah, but I, I would say Rex Grossman. Last headline we got for you,
2: um, Stefan Diggs has a highlight touchdown at the Pro Bowl where he juked out his brother, Trayvon, an otherwise boring game full of interceptions and two-hand touch that still had better TV ratings than the NBA Finals. So,
1: Really? Yep. Wow. Yep. That's nuts.
2: NFL's game. The NFL draft has better ratings than the NBA that. Finals.
1: That's exciting, but, though, but Pro Bowls just talk about a pile of steam and poop from the beginning of the show.
0: Yeah. Would, would anyone want to watch the NFL, though, if Tom Brady was like, I'm going to keep playing so I can play with my son. Like, come on, LeBron. Call it quits, dog. <laughs>
1: Are you saying LeBron's Nepete's quit?
0: A, I'm saying that his kids should play college basketball or the oh, G Ooh, League I, I want to something. see Bronny
1: and LeBron, dude, together. No, I want dude, to see his,
0: his high school stats aren't even that good. He's I mean, obviously, so good, dude. Bronny's so good. I mean, if He's you're 6'8 and, 200, and 250 pounds, it's pretty hard to do that. At bad. 13. <laughs> He's 13, 14 no, he's years not. old, man. Bronny's, Bronny's a senior in high school, dude. No, because he's got three more years of high school football or of high school left. Hold on. Let me look this up, dude. I'm pretty sure he's a senior in high school.
1: Oh, he's definitely an underclassman.
0: Don't worry, guys. I'm sure we won't get off topic. He's a junior. He's a junior.
1: He, he is 17. a junior. Okay. Yeah, he's 17.
2: Still 6'2", 180.
1: It's Oh, he's 6'2", 180? Yeah. Well...
0: Before
2: we transition into our main topic today, I hope you guys enjoyed the draft we did last week, uh, the reverse draft. We reverse drafted the worst Bills quarterbacks of all time. You can check out that episode if you haven't listened to it. It was pretty fun. Um, But this week, we're asking for your feedback to pick our next topic for this Friday's draft. Um, So we've got a couple options. It'll be a Twitter poll. So whichever option wins the Twitter poll, we're going to go with that one. So here are the options we're going to put up. It's worst hit songs, worst Bills draft busts, worst fast food chains, or worst Bills coaches. So if you want to vote on that, go find us on Twitter at and uh, or comment and, and tell us that all your options are, are crap and you should pick this one instead. <laughs> I like we'll, suggestions. We'll consider it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway, uh, our main topic for today... With the departure of Davis Webb and the, as far as we can tell, the still likely departure of Trubisky at this point, the Bills' backup position is up for grabs. I mean, Jake Fromm is already in New York. He left. He got cleaned off the practice squad this year. And so some interesting free agent names out there. We're not really sure if the Bills are going to go. They would likely go the experienced veteran quarterback on a small salary route kind of like Mitch Trubisky, maybe someone who was a, a starter at one point and might become one again. So tons of options to think about. I'm sure a lot of them will come up in conversation. But where do you guys want to start? Because should we start with the most logical option? Should we start with the most exciting option? Because I think that there's different answers for each. But like, Brando, if, if you had to pick anybody from this pool of, of players that, that's out there, who would you who would you put in that position next season?
1: Well, I have two that I really want to see. Number one, I think we he would be a perfect fit. Wouldn't have to change much on our offense, and you might really see like a qual, a quality caliber player in Tyrod Taylor being our backup again. Bring him back. I have his jersey. You know, Nate has his jersey. Everybody has his jersey. If you have a Tyrod Taylor jersey, you're going to keep it because doesn't he, he prefer drive. to
0: be called Tyrod? If he were to return, I would want to not use his dead name. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it's funny.
1: Like I said, I've talked about this before. I have met him the most out of any Bills player, except for maybe Lorenzo. Uh, Mr. Taylor, which I have called him Mr. Taylor, because I don't like when I don't know their names. I even people. like I'm not good with names and I always feel bad when I mess them up. So my friends made fun of me for calling him Mr. Taylor, but he did take a selfie with me. So that's fine. Um, <laughs> the man is dressed for the occasion. Every time he's wearing some fly stuff, he stays, he signs everybody's picture. He says hi to every single person. He remembered people when he was here for Houston. Some of the, the, the woman that I take in her wheelchair said to Rod Taylor took time out of his pregame and came over to the stands and and talked to all the fans in Buffalo again. So I think he would be the perfect fit for what we need, but I don't think the money would work unless he's taking a cap friendly deal because he doesn't have another option because he could start somewhere. Uh, but other than that, obviously I want Ryan Fitzpatrick, two former Bills, bring him back.
2: As far as the Terod Taylor money goes, are we looking at his cap hit or his cap number from the Texans last year? Because he signed uh, to be the starting quarterback there and obviously got, you know, surpassed by... Davis Mills. Davis Mills. Thank you. I think almost said Davis Webb for a second because we were just talking about him. But yeah, so if if would he be signing for backup money at that point? Would that be a lower cap hit than, you know, what he signed on to be, which was a veteran starter in the right Texans? Here.
1: So I believe Mitch Trubisky signed for $2 million, right? Believe so. I should have looked that at that first. Mitch Trubisky, contract but it was a deal. It was, a, it was deal. a deal. Two and a half million, one year, two and a half million, five hundred thousand $500,000 signing bonus and one and a half full guaranteed. And Tyrod took one year, 5.5 5 million, 2.5 mil signing bonus, 2.5 mil guaranteed. You know, it's almost double what Mitch took, but money's not a huge thing for Taylor, right? He made a lot from Buffalo even before they caught him. He signed that big deal. He did get some money guaranteed,
0: now, did Terod, did he win a ring when he was with the Ravens? That would be my question.
1: I believe he was drafted the year.
0: I think that the they, year after.
1: After they won the Super Bowl.
0: Because I mean, because
2: I guess he's I never really been. I know, on. No, I think he was with them when they won the Super Bowl. I think he does have a ring. He was with them for four years.
1: Served as the backup to starting quarterback Joe Flacco during the Ravens. Oh, he is a Super Bowl champion. Yep, okay. Yep.
0: Cause that's what I was going to say. Maybe he wants a ring, but I didn't I mean, know that. he already has one. That's cool. I
1: mean, all three times he was the starter in camp and then he was sidelined due to injuries and replaced by rookies. All three times, Baker Mayfield, Justin Herbert and Davis Mills. So that's tough. He's had a tough go and hopefully nothing were to ever happen to Josh. What is, you need a guy that can move. Mitch Trubisky can move. Taylor can move. Even Fitzpatrick can move. He can improvise. Um, but I, you know, if you have anybody, I think anybody that can scramble a little bit, will look good in this offense. So, um, don't break the bank, bring somebody in that wants to be here. Andy Dalton. I
0: take Andy Dalton.
2: He'd be a good one. Red rifle. Also. I mean, if you're talking about, I always say red
0: rocket, which is not the, not the same thing. um, Um,
2: as far as mobile options too, you've got Teddy Bridgewater out there last couple of years, he's been considered a starter for a lot of, a lot of different teams and he's bounced around with new Orleans and uh Carolina, but
1: you know, I'm I a Teddy Stan. Could,
0: yeah. I,
2: like Teddy. I, I yeah. really like Teddy Bridgewater. I think that when he went down with his season, ending injury in training camp in Minnesota, that was, that was sad. Was he was sad. coming out of a, a breakout season. And I mean, now that they
1: lost that playoff game. Cousins, yeah. And the
0: kick, right. Wasn't on the that kick. The-
1: because the laces were out in, a negative, in the coldest game I ever played. Wasn't, um, and the Seahawks won the Super Bowl the that The Seahawks year, won the Super Bowl too. that yeah, year. Blair You're Walsh. Right. Yep. Blair that, Walsh. Was,
2: that was a game that was played while um, their dome was being built.
0: Yep. Yeah, because they were playing at University of Minnesota. That's right. Because Brett Favre, that game. Yep. the year prior, the, the dome had fallen in and Brett Favre played his last game in the snow and he was just like, I've had enough. <laughs> but yeah, I mean...
2: Ryan Fitzpatrick, I mean, if you want to talk about money being an issue, do you think that, I mean, I think he would, he loves Buffalo. So if there's anywhere that he'd take a pay cut, it's Buffalo. But I mean, are we worried at all about the, I don't want to say the Fitzpatrick curse, but the Fitzpatrick cycle, because there hasn't been an exception (laughs) to the rule. In What's his the entire exception.
1: Career. What is the rule? What is this? What the rule starter is, gets
2: hurt when he plays backup. Uh, or he, he, comes in, yeah. he comes in. He comes in no the, the starter doesn't necessarily get hurt. It's happened sometimes, but he comes in as a backup, low salary, somehow gets the starting job, whether he outplays anybody in, in training camp or the starter isn't performing well, takes over the starting job, plays well enough to get an extension or a contract, and then stinks. Now, obviously, step three hasn't happened in Washington, where he gets signed to a bigger contract, but or Miami, right, right, or Um, New York.
0: Their loss. All three teams. (laughs) All three teams lost. Yeah,
2: yeah, but yeah, Tampa Bay. It was fun watching him. He had that one stint, like the the, where they started five and zero. And he was leading. Yeah, the and he NFL was wearing the chains
0: and everything. He was yeah, like, he was all pimped that out. Was pretty hundred
1: yard passing every single week for a month.
0: Yeah, yeah. I think it's easy though. Easy as A B C. That's that's my pick for the backup quarterback. A B C. Anyone but Cam. So yeah,
1: we hate Cam Newton on this show. <laughs>
0: But in all reality, you know who else I was thinking of? And this is just <laughs> a shot in the dark, but I, I did see that Aaron Rodgers was purchasing some property in Tennessee.
1: If you say Ryan Tannehill, I'm going to close my laptop and go to bed. Tanny, Tanny,
0: Tanny, 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 Texas AM, Aggies, Tanny. You mean for but receiver? You want him to play a slot receiver for I would I Honestly, I'd be like, listen, Tanny, you want to play Gunner? <laughs> you and Jake Cooper don't want to <laughs> take wide receiver seven snaps. Don't, and you be don't play running back.
2: That's funny. That's hilarious. Hopefully
0: not Jameis Winston though. He deserves to be a starter. I, I I think, but
2: yeah, but I mean, he might be in that part of his career where if a starting job is not available to him, he might need the little Renaissance here. Like Mitch
0: Trubisky needed, but he already took that and new Orleans would be my only concern with him. I mean, nah. but I don't know. We'll see. What about Mariota? Do you think he, he's a
2: possibility? I mean, I I just haven't seen Mariota playing so long. They brought him in for gadget plays where he's playing now uh, on the on the Raiders, but he's been injured on and off as well. So, I mean, he's probably one of the less attractive options out of this list that we have, but still might be a good fit. Somebody who's got decent traits and is definitely mobile. Um, so he fits that trait. If you're looking for no fall off there in this offense, as far as having a mobile quarterback. But I
1: also think the word gadget is a good way to put it because this dude is what, the only guy to complete a touchdown pass to himself as a quarterback. In that game against too. Kansas I mean, that was,
2: City. That was that was a pretty freak play, but
1: I couldn't believe it. When I was watching that game in Jacksonville with my dad, ready for the Bills game the next day. He throws it, tips it, catches it himself, runs it in. I look at him like, "What?
0: What just happened?"
2: <laughs> Wasn't
0: Marcus Mariota's quarterback class is like terrible too? He's like the Amos. most successful one out of all of them, but. Well, I mean, Jameis
2: Winston, but I mean, I guess Marcus Mariota did have a couple of good games with the, uh, with the Titans, took, but never really, to playoffs, never I really guess, panned yeah. out. Yeah. Yeah. The rest of that quarterback class, bleh. but anyway, I mean, it's not even like some teams here, like who don't have mobile quarterbacks necessarily like, like the Raiders and, you know, they've got Derek car who can move, but you know, they have an advantage. It's almost like they're running a wildcat when they put in Marcus Mariota in the red zone. I don't think that there's any advantage to signing somebody like that for the bills. As far as gadget stuff, if you're thinking about subbing out in the red zone, because Josh Allen already is the he, the best tool for go, that job.
1: He, he is go, go gadget himself, man. Like yes. the movie, yeah. you, you put you can't him in get the,
2: any better. Yeah. You
1: can't get any better. You need a run. Boom. Go, go gadget run for a touchdown. You need to throw go, go gadget cannon arm. You need a hurdle. Go, go gadget bionic legs. Josh has got it all. That movie used to weird me out, though. I don't know what the name of the actor is. Inspector Gadget? Gave me just a weird vibes. He be jeebies. I don't know. He, he looked weird. Yeah.
0: Inspector Gadget and Spy Kids, both very strange movies.
1: Uh, <laughs> isn't that funny? I did that's... like Spy Kids as a kid. <laughs> Those are like in our brains. What's his name? Matthew Broderick. Kind of creeps me out a little bit. Oh, you, Ferris Bueller? No. Uh-huh. Inspector Gadget, Matthew Broderick. <laughs>
2: <laughs> fair, fair. I mean we haven't have we talked about Carson Wentz at all yet. Um he might be the another person who garners a little bit more money yeah. on the market. Depends, than, it,
0: it depends how prayer group with him and Frank Reich goes if he'll stay um, <laughs> in Indianapolis or not, but
1: I think that's so funny cuz Josh Allen was drafted to be like Carson Wentz.
0: And like, honestly he, Carson Wentz threw 27 touchdowns and 7 picks. So like how can you really say that he didn't play well? Carson Wentz played very uh, well. Did, in his did you watch He's him? Chapped. I mean the stats the stats say one thing though. Yeah. He does well, not play the, like t- he the used to. eye test says
1: another. If you watch him play his legs seem like they're in butter when he's running. Where Josh where he used to be they used to be so electric when he would run outside the pocket. Do you remember the play that he tore his ACL on the first time when he d- dives through splits the defenders scores a touchdown in the red zone and they like helicopter hit him so he just bends a little bit weird in both directions and that just like snapped all of his athleticism. Yeah. Which stinks because he was good. And you can see the arm talent there gets you 27 touchdowns, but the arm and leg talent like Josh has gets you 50.
2: Yeah. And if Josh Allen had the Colts offensive line and Jonathan Taylor in the background, like there's no possession that they're not scoring a touchdown on 70, 80, 90. Maybe we can do an episode about um, like dream free agents. But again, I don't think the bills are going to be making any crazy signings this offseason. They're going to try to plug some holes before the draft and, you know, probably not doing anything crazy. It's probably going to look a lot like lost last off season. So that's why we're talking. How cool is it that we're talking about QB two for next year though? (laughs) I mean, That's kind of (laughs) cool.
1: Think about the draft is like your free agents for this team, because that's just about what you're going to be able to get. I mean, if you have 12 million in cap space, you might be able to bring in one mid range player and your draft class. And that's about it. So you're looking, unless you get some vet minimum deals, But if you need a backup quarterback and somebody slides like Jake Fromm did, you know, you might see a late round quarterback being taken. If you see a running back fall again, you might see one go early. If you see a receiver, you know, look at these spots. O-line, somebody who's been in a system for a long time. The Bills are heavily drafted seniors. Uh, They draft a lot of senior players that have been in the system for four years. Um, They come out of the gate with high floors, I would say, a lot of our rookies. I don't know if you've noticed that over the course of the five years over the time that McDermott's been here, but that could be, be said for a lot of the rookies. That Sometimes,
2: here. but a lot of times, I mean, what they've been doing lately is, I mean, in late rounds, yes, well-developed players, but they've just been going on the raw traits. I mean, it's like guys, like you said, who have high floors because of their traits and definitely have some, some work to do with technique. I mean, Greg Rousseau is a good example of that, you know, Obviously, he took a year off, you know, so they didn't have a year, a body of work for him for the past year, which
1: could have been a huge blessing for the bills. If you think about it, you're getting a DN that was top five potential until COVID hits and he takes the year off and he falls. Right. To for sure. Right. For sure.
2: But yeah, they take guys with traits. I mean, Dawson Knox certainly didn't have the production that would garner a high pick or anything like that, but had you still a four year player, though. Yeah. Oh, for yeah. sure. And it definitely it takes these guys a little bit to develop. We saw that with Harrison Phillips, who took a big step this season in his fourth year, and Ed Oliver had a huge year too. So, you know, pair him with a really good one tech. I mean, I, I saw somebody tweet this, but Vita Vey basically won that Super Bowl for the Bucks, just blowing up, you know, Kansas City's offensive line. If you find former, former Michigan Wolverine Vita Vey. right, you're not going to find somebody like that a one tech at, at, with your free agent budget. Who's oh, a game and wrecker. This, I and mean, this defensive
0: but, line class of free agents is trash, dude. Like considering Namik and Sue is what, 32? And Brandon Williams is 32. And those are the best two defensive tackles right now. And like, Star is 33. NGs.
1: Right. You yeah. have one of those already. Right. So, you, it's I mean, like if, a quarterback. You have to draft one until you get one.
0: I mean, I'm looking here. Devontae Wyatt out of Georgia. He looks like he could fall to us. Um, I don't know. It'll be interesting, but.
2: Yeah. We'll see. But I mean, yeah, you find a solid one tech, and that's going to really up the play of Ed Oliver at the three tech, and especially our linebackers who, you know, Tremaine is due for a breakout season. I, I think he played good, but he's he's definitely got a next gear that, you know, I think he can hit with his traits if he starts to process things faster. But all right. I have
1: I have two questions for you. Does Matt Stafford look like Leonardo DiCaprio? A
2: little bit. A little bit i mean they both have wide faces speaking of movies and actresses
1: actors that would play sorry i just saw that um
0: i'm honored i'm honored that someone in my family would look like matthews Stafford. so <laughs>
1: um question two is how many resources is too much resources to invest in the d-line there are already a lot of first and second round picks and free agent dollars
2: uh if it if it's not there there's never never enough resources no, I mean, okay You know, eventually
0: if you hit on enough pretty girls at the bar, one of them might be into you. So, you know. That is terrible advice.
1: (laughs) A broken clock is right twice a day. I think about it like this, guys, right? If we have a hole in the boat, there's not enough people. Like, I'm not going to tell you no... If you have a bucket and you're like, hey, I'll, I'll I'll take the water out of the boat. Like, yeah, we're all hands on deck, bro. Like we got to play Pat Mahomes. We got to drive this boat across the lake. We can't sink. Whatever. What is this word? What is the word Remember for
0: that? Me? I don't I even don't know. know. <laughs> I don't uh, even know.
2: I'm a little lost in this metaphor, but
0: that's OK. <laughs> no, I, I feel you, though. It's better to have more hands on deck than less hands. On exactly. Deck. I yeah. mean, I don't think our ship's sinking, but if it does, it is better. I agree.
1: And as yeah. we've said before, we've all been on a boat together and not sank. So
0: True. We, we had a motor failure where we did have to, um, you know, coast into a dock. But um, It's true. I had to fix that damn motor with no tools.
1: Dude, go five <laughs> miles at two miles an hour.
0: <laughs> yeah, oh. that was a legend. Nate and I were just oh. in the back watching Degrassi on my <laughs> original Android. <laughs> All right, well, we're going to take a really quick break here, and we'll be back with a
2: Sabres update and a hero of the drought with a twist. So stick around. Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDIC.
1: It's time for the weekly Sabres update. Surprise, surprise. No games to report on. The Sabres have not lost yet this week due to the All-Star game. Uh, Rasmus Dahlin was the Sabres' lone representative in the All-Star game and he finished with three points, a goal and two assists. His goal was quite nice. Quick little... Dipsy doodle around the goalie and snuck at five hole. For those of you that don't know hockey, five hole is between the legs. This has been your weekly Sabres update. But uh, on the Sabres, I just listen to this. This is crazy. So halfway through our season, the leading point scorer is Tage Thompson with 30 points in 40 games. Jeff Skinner has 16 goals in 43 games. Darlene has 21 assists. Now last year, just listen to this through 55 games, which is what the season, the leading scorer, Sam Reinhardt had 40 points. So the next guy had 32 points. This team last year was historically bad. They finished last place. They finished with 37 points in the NHL, which is ridiculous. And if you look like right now, so remember they had 37 points in the 56 games last year. and Now they have 35 points in 45 games. So they're almost as bad, but not as bad. You know, they're playing with kids, not adults. So Donnie
2: meatballs. Yeah. Yeah. Big fan of Donnie. But, all right. We're going to do a hero of the drought here, but Brandon's going to be handling this one, Pat passing off the reins for the off season, just for a little bit. That way we keep it fresh when we come back. Uh but Brandon's got a hero of the Sabers drought. So without further ado,
1: please remove your hats, lift your drink and shut your trap as we salute this week's standout of the drought. Ladies and gentlemen, the Sabers have layered our life with misery over the last 12 seasons, um longest NHL playoff drought that we have seen in Buffalo. This player, some may call him an iconic player. When this player left the Sabres, it was deemed the start of the tank. So this player played for the Sabres during three of their missed seasons during this run of 12 missed playoffs. Currently, he's 41 years old. He is from East Lansing, Michigan. Big fan of that. He has a brother that plays in the NHL, played in the NHL. This person is in the top 30 in the history of the NHL in his playing career. He played in college at Michigan State where he Uh, set a record for 26 career shutouts, and he was winner of the Hobie Baker Award in 2001, which is the college hockey MVP. This player, drafted in 1999, went on a hot streak. It was some of the most iconic plays that this franchise has ever seen, carrying them through a decade of success. But as this man started slipping, he had one more notch in his belt. With the Winter Olympics upon us, this man left in a legendary moment for his country, taking his team all the way to the finals before losing. He was awarded the MVP of the tournament as a losing from a losing team, which doesn't happen often. It's sad, but losing this player represented the era that started the drought. Do You gentlemen
2: have a guess. Yeah, well, I, I actually got to see this player uh, playing Rochester before he Same. was with the Sabres, which was yeah. pretty cool. Super cool. Um, yeah, I used to go to Amherst games like like once a year with my dad and stuff like that, so that was pretty fun. But yeah, I mean, I think there's was a good one to start with. Um, definitely a big uh, Buffalo guy through and through. Actually played his guitar with the Buffalo Philharmonic a couple times, I believe. Wait, what?
1: really yeah. john i'm yeah. impressed with your
2: deep caught knowledge
1: of ryan miller
2: yeah 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 ryan miller like, I, I don't know if i'm gonna be able to guess it well i mean <laughs> I if you start you. with ryan miller i thought uh, you were gonna go like like really deep player yeah i don't know if you're like <laughs> yogan hash that's a good one Jonas yeah Enroth. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> hey man we oh, kill for Jonas one. and net
0: right now yeah. <laughs>
1: Well, I think it's cool because Drew Miller is his brother who had gray hair since he's been 17 years old, Um, played for Detroit Red Wings for a long time. My family's maiden name is Miller, as you guys know. Ryan Miller is from Michigan. Ryan Miller was my first Sabres jersey bought by my mother, Rita Miller, um, for me at a Sabres game. We had a big fanhood for him being from Detroit, being from Michigan. So Ryan Miller. Also, John, to your point, the Amherst point during the lockout that year, we have to remember um, players like Ryan Miller, Thomas Vanek, Tim Connolly, Derek Roy, Jason Pominville, all of the, the studs that came up all played together that year in the lockout. So that in the AHL was must watch hockey. The, the Amherst were very good that year. I remember going to a lot of games when they were playing. Um, and yeah. then my favorite hockey story ever. I saw the Sabres play that that preseason in Rochester. They would go. And uh, we got seats next to the glass and it was the middle of the game and somebody checked the boards. And remember I'm nine years old, eight years old in 2004. Um, the glass literally came down and like touched our face in the middle of the game and something, they blew the whistle. The ref literally pointed at me and threw the puck to me like mid game. And I thought that was the coolest thing. Currently my mother, the beloved Rita Miller from Michigan is using that puck as a coaster underneath my TV stand in the basement. <laughs> yes, <laughs> I know exactly where it is. I I remember when she started using it for that. I'm like, come on. There's ninety thousand hockey pucks in this house, and you use the one that I got in the middle of the
2: game. That's hilarious.
1: Good, good That's guesses, good guys. G- good good
2: start. Good start. I like it. But. All right. Well, I think that's going to wrap it up for this episode. Remember to vote in our Twitter poll. um, If you want to have some input on what we reverse draft in our first of the worst reverse draft, because we couldn't come up with a better name than that um, on Friday, but thanks for sticking with us through the episode. You know where to find us on Twitter at not podcast, tweet us your best insults. Um, All right, boys. Well, I'm going to be uh, heading to Buffalo this Friday. So that'll be exciting. Maybe, uh, Next week, we'll get some, uh, maybe at least one live episode. We're probably gonna have to tape when I'm there, so Definitely. The, that'll be fun. That was fun last time. So, I uh, I booked my tickets when I thought I knew that the Bills were going to be playing in the Super Bowl a couple months ago, but unfortunately, that's not the case. But it'll be good to see the boys and uh, see the parents and stuff like that. So, but yeah, might need a might need a few beers uh, during the Super Bowl to forget about the fact that the Bills are not playing. So. Yeah, is there, is there a Super Bowl this week? What's football? I, I don't know. I don't know. I yeah, soon as the Bills last, I, I think the season over.
0: Uh, I heard this grimy dude from Southern Ohio is playing um, for some teams with a, a striped uniform. I'm not sure. But... Yeah. Um, I think if, if it came, at, funny. it comes
2: after the Pro Bowl. It must be less important, right? Yeah,
0: and I think there's a babyface guy from Georgia playing on the other team, Georgia, <laughs> with horns on his helmet.
1: I think it's funny that it's just two animals, the battle of the beasts, the Rams versus the Bengals. All right, in a real life fight, I'm taking a ram.
0: Yeah, well, right? Or that's do you a, think a, a good
2: question? Yo, that's a good Twitter poll. That's
0: our Twitter poll. <laughs> All
2: right. Okay, I'll I'll put that up as a Twitter poll. Does, Yo, does a think, Ram honestly, beat a Bengal? I think you got to go with the bangle because the All bangle right. can stalk it, attack it from behind. It's not like these two things are running at each other straight on. All right, I'm going might...
0: to
1: search
2: this.
0: Yeah, let's see if there's any live footage of oh, the okay. two I don't want a
1: bangle wristlet. I'm not looking for jewelry. How do you spell bangle? B-A-N-G-L-E.
2: B-E-N. That's why. Bengal. Nice.
0: But I mean, also bangles are cats and like I, I wouldn't take a cat over a ram, so I don't know.
2: All right. What's
1: what's the difference between a bangle and a tiger now is the question. Stripes, I think. Okay. A bangle cat can weigh up to ten to fifteen pounds on average. Okay. That's like a bangle tiger. They're talking a bangle house cat, because I'm like my cat max was like fifteen pounds at his peak. Yeah. He was fat. Bangle tiger, three (laughs) to three and a half feet. Okay. And they'll see ram animal. Doing some stats comparison right now. <laughs> this is hilarious. Okay, five to six feet long. I'm taking a ram, dude. I'm taking a really? ram. Yeah. I mean, they do
2: seem significantly bigger. Look at um, these fucking horns. Oh, my God. Wow. They're I strong. Mean, I might take a ram at plus 110, but definitely not <laughs> at even, even odds. <laughs> you give me a ram and a buffalo. Give me a bangle an on, the, eagle, on the money
1: line. To beat an eagle and a bangle, I'm taking the parlay.
2: Yeah,
0: <laughs> cockfights uh, live next episode. <laughs> <laughs> oh Man, okay.
2: alright, boys. Well, I'll see I'm you guys on Wednesday to night. See what people say about that. Yeah, yeah, it'll be good. It'll be good. But take care, stay safe, and as always, go Bills.